Hello, everybody. Welcome to our first ever podcast of the Driftlight Podcast. I am Sky. Hello, Sky. My name is Bruce. <laughs> Hello, Bruce. But <laughs> sup, guys. My name is Ryan. Hello. So、um, today we decided to record this podcast, and、uh, to be funny enough, I bought the whole equipment yesterday. Don't know how to record, and <laughs> we are just finished the drift day at the drift park down here in New Zealand, and、um, pretty tired. What time is it? It is、uh, must be 4:30. Yeah, four or five, five o'clock, five o'clock. Okay.、Yeah. So it's been a pretty good day down here.、Um, We're at the Genesis Massive Drift Park, all the way in Mary Mary, which is by Hampton Downs. That's the center of the world. Yeah, pretty much. And we're sitting here <laughs> in a caravan. <laughs> Interesting recording location. So、um, at a track, I have a caravan. Inside here, we have pretty much everything. We have the recording things, and、uh, we're sitting on the sofa, and we're going to talk some stuff. So, hope you guys、um, can enjoy this、um, while you, whatever you you are doing. Absolutely. All right. So, I think we should go over a little bit why we should do a podcast. Why? Yep. I like that idea. So, Sky, why do you feel that you would want to you want to record this podcast? To be honest, I'm not too sure at the beginning, and I thought we talk a lot of stuff, really,、Absolutely. almost on a daily basis. Yeah, well, yeah. like you'll call me when you're driving home from the drift park to your home, <laughs> and we'll talk for like an hour talking absolute crap. So yeah, sometimes I call wrong. Yeah, man. <laughs> when you don't pick up, I call wrong. <laughs> and you know, like from Mary Mary back to Auckland is like one hour of either traffic or without traffic is like one hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just over an hour. Yeah. And、um, it seems really long, especially when you're stuck in the traffic. But however, when I call you guys and we talk some shit, and then it seems the time just go away. Oh, absolutely! Like talking on the phone, driving here, makes the journey so much quicker. Yeah. You don't really have to like concentrate on what you're driving. Like, you know, your main process of thought is like focused on a conversation. Yeah, guys. Yeah. So that's the best road safety tips right there. <laughs> If you guys are listening to that, I'm sure you're driving too. Yeah. Good, take it safety. I do use a blue,、uh, Bluetooth headset though. Yeah. Yeah. Hands-free for sure. All right.、Um, Absolutely. Yeah. So the reason why we want to make a podcast is because I think is to through the podcast we can share what do we do behind the scene.、Um, mm. For the people who don't know, we. Our Drift Academy, so we operate in New Zealand, Japan, and China, and also Drift Park Genesis Massive Drift Park in New Zealand. So we run a lot of events down here,、uh, and Bruce Wrong、uh, actively come here to run the events. So on on the day we have lot of lot to talk about, of course, and after that, just like right now, we gonna talk some stuff, have a have a beer, have a drink.、Mm. Speaking of drinks. And what do we talk about today? Is Japan, right? Oh, I love Japan. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I'm sure that everybody who into drifting and definitely have seen some stuff from Japan. Oh, absolutely! Like,、mm. oh, I just wish I could just express how awesome that place is. But you just、right. you gotta feel it. <laughs> Before going to、uh, today, we're gonna talk about Japan. You know, whatever happened in Japan, maybe、yeah. stay in Japan, but. <laughs> Um, Ron, Ron hasn't been to Japan yet, but I'm sure you have watched a lot of videos. Yeah, definitely, man.、Um, just all the, you know, the grassroots, all the downhill runs that you see come from there was definitely、um, just enough to get you on board. You just wanted to、That's、get amongst、right. it, you know.、That's、And、right. understanding like things like what is a toge or you know, toge. yeah. Well, well, I, I, actually, on that topic, I think Ron、um, watch anime. Sorry, An- animate. Anime, anime, yeah. Anime. Well, to be honest, that was kind of like my first introduction to drifting. I saw that,、um, you know, as every other little fanboy out there watched Initial D,、oh, and I was、oh, like, oh shit.、Right. <laughs> so, so this is what drifting is. This is what that is. And then I started by just jumping onto YouTube, watching some videos, and there was a whole lot more to it. And then eventually found、um, DK. I can't pronounce his actual name. Yeah. What is it?、Um, Kiche. Yeah.、Oh. Yep. That mate. And then just from there, just it just. Lent me down this pathway of all these videos, and then eventually got my own rear-wheel drive car. Obviously, started front-wheel drive, blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. Rear-wheel drive, and then you obviously try and run out of talent, and then it's oh shit, I need some training. <laughs> 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 and then yeah, however, it was like seven, eight years down the track now, and 
now I'm hanging out with you guys, having some fun down at the track, and it's just become a part of my life. The, high, the, high, the, the highest point of your life, sitting in a caravan and recording a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, what, what I want to say is, especially during this lockdown, because YouTube, everybody's on YouTube, right? Mm -hmm. And you can watch videos from Japan, anywhere else in the, in the world. Um, but because of the lockdown, everyone stay at home and watch more videos on YouTube. Mm. Do you notice the ads getting longer now? Yeah, like you can't really skip. Or the, no, there's like those two five second ones. Yeah, they're, but there's sometimes longer ones too. Oh, um, anyway, so there's a lot of uh, um, videos on YouTube that are very influential, I think. Um, let's just say, before you guys, uh, before you go to Japan, mm. what, what videos from Japan that made you to imagine this whole car culture Japan is going to be like, oh, like what's like most uh, famous viewed video that uh, is from japan probably well actually watching formula drift japan just watching all the different locations they go to uh, especially when they were having events at ibisu and yep. i found out what ibisu west or nishi is and just being there and understanding what that environment is from what i saw on those videos i just it's just so unreal like <laughs> it it's a zoo but it's also a racetrack like you can't exactly imagine two separate worlds that is you know hosting right. animals but right. it's a racetrack that's right and there has definitely been some viral videos um what, what about you ron oh I, I didn't know too much about ebisu and all of that like i said I, I knew nothing about drifting give it five six years ago um a lot of the stuff i've seen would have been things that you guys have shown me and that, oh, the daigo side or jump Oh yeah, yeah. exactly. That's like yeah. one of the most viewed videos. Oh, absolutely. Most craziest videos. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I think it might have been that particular video where he did the Manami jump. Yeah. And also um Kawabata-san doing the reverse entry. Mm. That's probably like one of the first Ooh. recorded um reverse entry and he put it off perfectly. Mm. Yeah. So they come back to pretty much, you know, why we are recording this podcast because I think end of day we're talking about either drifting or maybe not even about drifting it's about having fun doing what we do and capture a little bit behind the scenes and right here we're just taking a break i think everybody's a little bit tired uh, from a whole day of organizing and resetting cones giving people tips what else and recovering people recovering oh my <laughs> gosh <laughs> <laughs> i'm listening all that noise all day oh yeah yeah Oh, yeah, man. I'm just sure the guys get sick of drifting and decide to do some off-roading, you know, and then yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, our yeah, job yeah, to yeah. get out there and uh, remind them we're here to drift, guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. North Street Pipe Drift Cars today, which is pretty good. Oh, no, yeah, God. good yeah. for the years. Yeah, and uh, um, yeah, and the mo most important thing, because the learner day today, uh, more than half the people don't know how to drift. So end of the day, quite a lot of people got a hand of it. Yeah. End up pretty good. Like, I was pretty stoked to see Ruben today in a r32 skyline with a 20 debt manual and lock diff as you know what a drift car is but um yeah go from like not knowing much to seeing him link the whole track by the end of the day it's good Quite work i saw you getting a lot of tips eh? yeah it's rewarding absolutely. to watch them grow like that yeah like i told him just all the things that i learned my hard lessons and he listened very accurately and managed to do everything that i suggested he could improve on like that next run so yeah, yeah. it was really amazing to watch that my tips were helping someone get better yeah you know yeah so that's what do we do at drift Cami too so teaching people drifting all day so anyway uh i think let's jump into it and before we dive a bit further we each one of us got a drink in front of us for you guys who cannot see even though you see it, you can't really understand what it is anyway. Yeah, I couldn't describe it. <laughs> All it says is strong. Because <laughs> what happens is um, we have these Japanese drinks in front of us. It looks like just fruit juice. And uh, for you guys who know a little bit about, about Japanese drinks, these are strong zeros and they are dangerous, bro. So um, <laughs> me and Bruce, we picked up, I picked up a 5% more like a citrus uh, taste ones and what's what, what one have you I got, got? A, I got a peach one and that's four percent mine a more higher alcohol content but do, do you want a five percent then oh, oh I'm pretty keen to try the peach though okay cool yeah I'll keep this and wrong opt himself for us yeah the strong one 
want to go Sorrento. all in? Nine percent cherry flavored. All right, that sounds good. To go. So uh, thank you guys for today. Let's crack this open and have yeah, a sip. <laughs> oh, I bet oh. you guys can hear that sound. It is straight Ooh. from the fridge. Oh, wow. good. To be honest, we did drink this a lot in Japan, but having this in New Zealand, out of the fridge, in the caravan, and having a sip, it's Reminds me of um, is it sarsaparilla, that other type of like or diet? Have a smell. Oh, what's it called? All right, that that's what? really peachy. Oh, that's good. It'll make mine pretty good. Have a smell of that, right? Mm. All right. So I think my one tastes pretty good. I yeah, just definitely. take. I, I can't really taste the alcohol in it. Um, what it tastes like? Have you had a sip yet? What? Oh, it's kind of like um peach fruit bursts when we used to have them. Can you taste the alcohol in it? No, it's, really it's, it's a really strong peach yeah. flavor. Yeah, so these strong zeros, we actually, before today, uh, we we watched a video of podcast of other people <laughs> living in Japan talking about strong zeros. Funny enough, we all share the same experience. <laughs> yes. What do they call this? The Gaijin killer. The Gaijin killer. <laughs> <laughs> what Gaijin means is foreigner in Japanese, and yeah. that means... You drink this thing, it's so easy to drink, and you don't really taste the alcohol, it's fruity, it's bubbly, it's just nice, and you should tell your story. My story? <laughs> okay, so, uh, was it the first day when we were in Japan? Yeah, the yeah, first, I think so. first day, we went to Family Mart, and my friend from Canada told me to buy Strong Zeros, and he said, they're the best um, they're very good bang for your buck. So I thought, okay, <laughs> I will give this a try. And we went into Family Mart right by the hotel. And I'm looking at all the drinks and I finally saw it. And I grabbed two of them. And what I didn't really notice at first, but Sky was to my left and there was a local next to me. An old Japanese man. Old Japanese man. And then Sky's looking at this old Japanese man while I'm grabbing these two strong zeros. And he just starts cracking up. Because, yeah, obviously the locals know that these drinks get you absolutely wasted. They fuck you so up, bro. So wasted. <laughs> you pick it up two big cans, bro. Two big ones. Not yeah. like, they're not like Coke cans, but they're kind of like... Oh, just just taller ones. Yeah, real tall yeah. ones, We're eh? drinking the Coke sort of, uh, how many mils is this? Probably 330? Yep. Something like that. Yeah. I think those were yeah, like standard, 500. 500, 600, like all the, the big monster ones. Yeah, you know, the big ones kind I think of, kind of like 500. That. Um, yeah, so this Japanese man, he's older, he's probably his, what, 40, 50s? Something like that. And then um, he was out there getting some drinks, not strong zeros. <laughs> and he was looking at this gaijin, like opening up the fridge. <laughs> grabbed two big cans of strong zeros, 9%. <laughs> and the guy just, ha 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 ha. <laughs> You're going to get fucked up tonight. Oh God, yes. <laughs> and did you? How was it? Oh man. So like, uh, we went... Like, uh, like this was after during the dinner, day, right? yeah, after, after dinner. dinner, we had a little bit of an explore and went to different places, um, it was like near the end of the night, so, well, not really, like, the end of all of us hanging out, and it was like 9pm, so I thought, oh, I'll just, I'll just drink two of these, and I'll, I'll see how I go, and then I'll go for a little wander. <laughs> <laughs> Surely you did. Oh, well, my wander. You can't remember much. From then out, can you? No, not too much, but I, I remember drinking both of them, getting down to the bottom of the hotel, definitely, I stood up too fast, and I nearly fell over, but managed to get down. <laughs> well, hold up, you nearly fall over. From your room, you open your door, you go to an elevator. <laughs> After the elevator door, you come out, you're in lobby. Yeah. And when you come out of the lobby, you go through another door, you're onto the street. Yeah. Where is the stair? Well, thank God there's no stairs. Yeah, so you fall off of... Oh, no, like, so I, I was... Oh, you facepalm onto the street, drink. right? <laughs> <laughs> That's not a fall. No, I was drinking on my bed, and then I stood up, like, because I hadn't... You know, like, when you drink when you're sitting down, you stand up too fast, you get a little bit lightheaded? Well, yeah, straight to your head. this really punched me, like, really fast, and I thought, wow, I'm a bit wasted, but I'll just go for a walk, see what Japan's like, mm -hmm. you know, just from my own individual experience and uh i got down to the bottom and started walking up the street yeah. <laughs> and you just yeah you explore what's out there yeah explore out what was out there um, talking to some locals yeah talk to some locals i got to like this 
intersection and there were you know all these there were three people there and they all approached me <laughs> i wonder why <laughs> gaijin yeah well like you know i guess you know when they see uh you know foreign meat yeah <laughs> fresh meat the you want to inquire what i'm like oh. <laughs> was it a pleasant experience scam all your money you could say yeah it was oh, a pleasant yeah. experience all right nice and uh to be honest these drinks are like super cheap over there they were like three bucks per big can or something like that four bucks very yeah. tasty i'm already like halfway through mine oh wow yeah, well, you, you see why they, they... For you guys listening to the podcast, I think uh, we just started, but Ron might be gone halfway through. <laughs> <laughs> we will see. Yeah. All right, so also we're just, you know, tasting these Kajin killers. Um, <laughs> oh, actually, funny enough, the, the, in the other guy's video, he said um, he drinks three can of these. And he found himself wake up the second day in, in the morning on a beach. Face palm in the sand. <laughs> <laughs> good thing there's no beaches nearby, eh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We got caravan, <coughs> so we're all good. Yeah, we'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so as, as we said, um, we are in a caravan after drift day. We just kind of talk about shit and, uh, you know, before dinner. And hopefully you guys um, um, can also have a thing what are we going to talk about in the later episodes so if you have some topics in mind um you should email us should we get, yeah. should, should we get an email address yeah why not? yeah might as well yeah, well, I don't a little know bit more anybody are well. actually listening but if you do email is info info at driftacademy.co.nz .co.nz as like .co.nz if you don't know drift <laughs> academy then that's fine don't worry about it um <laughs> So, today we're going to talk about Japan or the Japanese influence or the whole thing on either drifting or, or your life. Mm. I definitely have it influenced myself, but before I start saying myself, I'm just going back to the topic. Yes, for you guys who haven't been to Japan, I think video is a good source of getting the knowledge of you know what Japan is like. Oh, yeah. And obviously we have Japanese restaurant here. Mm. I like Japanese food. It's beautiful. Oh, the food. Yeah. But like with Japanese food, you have to experience it in, in Japan, Japan, right? Like <laughs> you can't have it here. It's just, uh, it just, it doesn't, it's nowhere near. Well, like we're in New Zealand. You're talking about like Japanese food and people think, okay, sushi. Yeah. Yeah. That's or it. chicken on rice. <laughs> chicken. That's, that's about <laughs> well, it. That's not good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> oh, like Kalagi is just like fried chicken. Bro, you get fried chicken from a takeaway shop anyway. <laughs> yeah. So in Japan, we had a lot of varieties and ingredients like beautiful and, and attention to details. Uh, we're going to go into, in, into details a little bit later. But in general, I think, yes, we have Japanese restaurant here. They, they're all right. Not the best. If you want to have nah, it, it you got to experience it in Japan. Mm -hmm. Like uh, one thing that I liked the most with the Japanese food was probably when we went out to dinner a couple of times and we had that wagyu meat Ooh, and yeah. that special sauce. Yeah. It's it's like meat I've never tried before where it just... Mouth in your mouth. Yeah, it's like 50% marbled and it just it breaks away in your mouth so well and the fat is just so good. But like here in New Zealand, we don't get meat like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. To, to, funny enough, like I think Australians get their australian bagu mm. don't know how they got their bread but we don't really have we, we do have a bagu farm the quality is nowhere near what is in japan's like i think J japan definitely having the best bagu meat period have, have you tried new zealand wagyu like yes i don't like constantly trying to find like a japanese like wagyu beef in new zealand and my friend at butcher called me a few times remember um he, he sent me some photos and i went to get some it's super super expensive well it's like 200 dollars per kilo am i getting these sliced pretty thin um and the last time when i had some it, it takes really good was it uh imported meat or was that grown? No, that's local oh so it's grown here grown here oh but they don't have the, as i said like the quality of their bread is not very good you you just don't get quality meat like that all the time mm. so the price is really up there so mm. demand is high if, if ever they have a marble like like that yeah do you know if they're grass-fed 
Oh, too much. Well, I don't know. I, no, I, I don't know that I much think I'm detail. just good at eating them, not really. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if that makes a difference. I'm sure it makes a difference, though. Yeah. Yeah. So, we haven't mentioned, we're talking about like videos, you know, the influence from the videos about mm. Japan. Um, obviously, there's food. We talk about Japanese cars. Oh, yeah. Right? So, there's Japanese cars, there's European or American cars, and whatever cars are out there. But to be honest, the Japanese cars are the main popular cars for in drifting or most affordable bang for buck for your dailies as well. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. definitely. Is, is like your first car a Japanese car or a European car? European car. Now mine was Japanese, the old Toyota Levin front wheel drive. Yeah. yeah Which year? I couldn't tell you exactly. It was the FZ model, but with the yep. Truno body. Little 1.5 oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. liter manual. Oh, yeah. That, yeah, it was that, good. They're pr pretty good. Yeah, first really car cheap. Was a Mark IV Golf. Oh, that's mm -hmm. nice. Yeah, it was okay. What's your first Japanese car? My first Japanese car? Did they hustle? <laughs> no, it was actually my JZX100 Chaser was my first. Oh Japanese. wow! Yeah. Oh wow! This guy <laughs> first. <laughs> Man, Love that thing. Is that why you don't give us your real name? Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll give you my real name. <laughs> so my first car is a, a Honda 1990 Honda Escort, which is like an old Honda Accord. Honda Escort? Is that Escort. a Just like, oh, no, Escort. Just like a Honda Yeah, Accord. same as the Rafaga. That's the actual yeah. only Honda I've owned is, yeah, that same body shape. Yeah, because it was cheap. It was like two grand mm. back then, well, like, like ages ago. Two grand? Ooh. Yeah, I'm old, so that's ages ago. <laughs> that's pretty cheap, right? How much? $2,000. Like, when? Say, uh, early 2000. Mm. Wow, that's pretty good. Yeah, you know, year, let's just say year 2000. Mm. That's a 1990 car, which is a 10 year old car, right? Yeah, I guess yeah. a 10 year old car now these days is. Well, so 10 years car. Yeah, you wouldn't be paying two so grand for it. It's 2010, right? Yeah. 2010 car, you wouldn't pay 2000 for it at the moment. Not with no. warrant and rego. Well, no. even though those Japanese hatchbacks, what, how much they were? Like four, uh, no, four, five, six grand? Yep. Yeah, easy. easy. But what a car's game back then is not the same as now. A 1990 car does not look flash. They look shit. Oh, two degree? Though, yeah. And it's done 200, like in 10 years, they've done 200,000k. But it's cheap. But 1990 cars from Japan, like sports cars, look pretty nice. I, I can, know, but I can think know, of quite a few. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So cars has played a big game, especially the Japanese cars in drifting. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, what's your favorite chassis? Ooh, Japanese you, car. You start, Ron. Well, to be honest, I don't have much experience drifting in Japanese cars. The only thing I've spent the most time in would be the BRZs that we run in the Drift Academy fleet. Yeah, these are pretty new. Yeah, they're good chassis, good engine, make just over two hundred horse. Yeah, like the only rear wheel drive Japanese car I owned was actually my a Ute, a Mazda B twenty two hundred. Oh right, cool. So yeah, can be a drift car too. Sometimes <laughs> when it's raining. I uh, I still think for me, probably uh like as an ideal drift car, probably <clears throat> my Chaser, but I would probably lean towards a three fifty. Bro, there's so much drift tax in the GZX. Oh yeah, yeah absolutely. 350 is cheaper, reliable, V6, plenty of power. That's right. You know, uh, where JZX is just so expensive. Yeah. Let's say there's no limit on the budget. Okay. You just want a lotto. And you're going to go out there, buy this Japanese chassis. Mm. The one, whichever looked the sickest. Mm. The one you want the baddest. Mm. And it doesn't really matter. You do an engine transplant that's not from this make of... Yeah. Um, let's just keep it j Japanese engine. Okay. Because, you know, my favorite, mm -hmm. America. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But let's keep this JDM, all this talk about Japan. We not about details of what, what, just engine and chassis. Ooh. Okay, mine, first off, would be uh, KPGC 10 oh! Takasuka Skyline. <laughs> A factory motor, like, Oh, with ITBs that comes with it. Yeah, to be honest, just a factory one, and I'd be very happy. Those are the Hakosukas. Oh, yeah. The original oh, GDRs. They so are good. so desirable. You can buy one in New Zealand for 400 grand. So. Oh, there was one on list <laughs> yeah. today on Trade Me. The only one mm. I've seen yes. on Trade Me. Yeah. You can, you can get a 
Ferrari or Lambo for that money. Yeah, you can get very nice Ferrari yeah, for, that every car for that money. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Ron? Mm, well, like I said earlier, I was um, inspired by Initial D, so I still have a big soft spot for the Treno A86. A86? Yeah, oh. I do. I really do. Are, are you are you Treno or Levin guy? Uh... For the liftback, Treno, mm -hmm. for the notchback, or you know, the... Oh, Levin. Oh, yeah, 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 then I want the Levin lights. Yeah. Oh, our friend, um, Reed, actually had a very nice yes. Levin, AE, with a hatchback. Yeah. And actually, uh, I drifted the other day. There's a video on our YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. Here's the plug. Drift Academy, search on YouTube, you'll find that video. Yeah. Nice. Pretty good. Um, Alright, so... You, what about your car? Yeah, so... Both of you guys are quite interesting, right? You got a, a like original Hakosuka GTR. Absolutely. You got I'm, a E86. I'd repower mine. I would probably oh, okay. yeah go K series if I could. K, K series yeah, as a VTEC. Yeah, just stock K24, maybe some ITBs and just that little bit of capacity helps with you know low end no RPM turbo? and no 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 NA just uh, keep yeah, it yeah. responsive, reliable. Those mean engines definitely getting popular because they're cheap and reliable, right? Yeah, mm. Pl produce yep. pl plenty of torque. Yep. All right. So interesting enough. Uh, your car will be in the 70s, right? Yeah. And Ron's car in about 1984-ish? Yeah. Right, so quite old cars. Yeah. What I'm gonna get? Mm. Gotta win a lot of first. Um, I would probably say Silvius. Silvius Skyline Chaser, Silvius. It's 12. It's 12, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm gonna go for an S14. Ooh. Pre or, f uh, or facelift? Facelift. Because I had a S real nice F14 a long time ago. Yeah. Quite like that. Um, one more I'm going to chuck in that. V8, but keep it Japanese. Mm. SR. Keep it? Yeah. Good motor. This is just factory S14 then. Yeah. So, 300 horsepower. But you have like, like you have unlimited budget. You buy like a, a 30 grand car at If it's not most. broken, don't fix it. That's true. But... <laughs> You can make it better. Mm -hmm. with we this need budget. to make it more crazy, right? Yeah. It sounds like we haven't really. Why don't you just a put a V eight into it? Something yeah, like new there. In real life, <laughs> if that's what I do, I will put a V eight in it. Yeah. Yeah. Is, seven, seven liter. Is the rotary a Japanese matter? Oh yes, from yeah. Mazda. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, what? Chuck the rotary like in your AE then? Or anything? Yeah, <laughs> I've seen a few videos, and that's pretty crazy. In a rotary and a Sylvia or an AE, something like. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah that's pretty crazy um if we have all these three cars lined up for a battle that would be interesting hakosuka versus ae 86 with a with a rot oh well <laughs> he just repowered with a rotary yeah. <laughs> oh right <laughs> yeah. and i come in with a sylvia with a v8 mm. i crossed the line though i like the, the is that does that still aspect. count or is this like a top gear challenge where richard hammond or like come in with a Big American well, muscle car. Okay, I'll ask you guys this, alright? Someone sees those three cars lined up. What uh -huh. car are they going to admire the most? My car! Yeah, I obviously like my car! car. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it going to Top Gear now? Yeah. <laughs> my car's the best. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I'm the Hakasuka. That, that has such gravity, man. Yeah, you'll definitely get the attention. I think by, by the time you reach first corner, you know, your car just fall apart because it's full of rust. No, but this is unlimited budget. It's already been done. Okay. Hold on by all the welks then. <laughs> <laughs> so have all of us then. <laughs> oh, well. Well, even Silver these days is kind of almost 30-year-old car. Yeah. That's Getting right. There. The AE is what? Almost 30, uh, 35, 36 yeah. years old yep. now? Getting Pretty there. old. And as an old car, they are super, super expensive. Mm. Mm. Drift tax. Yeah. No choice. Right there. All right, so I think those cars quite interesting. Eh? Everyone have a different pick. I love mm. the one that we saw in Japan at that uh, was it Toyota Museum. Mm hmm. Yeah, that was. What is it? Uh, the the Hakasuka. Oh, a Haku oh. Nissan Datsun Hakasuka in the Toyota Museum. Yeah, was it? Was that oh, a Toyota yeah. Museum? Um, yes. Or was that just like Mega a Web, which is like a? I think it's it, uh not in in whole Mega Mag uh. Make a web, but it's actually in the historical car oh, right. uh, museum sort of area. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. All right, so let's dive into Japan. I think at this right moment, after this lockdown, we're really going to go to Japan, right? Because to be honest, 
or before um, this lockdown. When was when was our lockdown? So we went in the end of October and then came back. 2019. Yeah, and then and came, we're supposed to have a trip in April. Well, that's when I wanted to go back, and when you you were going back. Yeah, I went、uh, in January for the auto salon.、Um, also had some meetings.、Mm. After that, we're supposed to go in April. We had a lockdown. That was through April, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, right through our lockdown.、Um, we're 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 okay now, but the world is not, so we can't travel. Travel bans, and we can't go to Japan. So、um, I was hoping in all, all,、uh, no, not August, but October will be safe enough for us to go back. But look at right now,、uh, it's not looking too good. No, no, we're not going back. Well, we could go back, but we got fourteen day quarantine each、yeah. country, so one month's gone. That's one month. Oh, just in quarantine. Yeah, <laughs> lying yeah. down for for twenty eight days. I don't know if I'd like that.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I couldn't do that, mate. Mm, but would you do it for going to Japan? No, not for months lying in the hotel. Yeah, you know, fourteen days there, fourteen days back. No, we'll wait until it's safe. We'll go back there. But what we really do now is we miss the good times we have there. So、uh, we're gonna just go through a bit of memory、uh, lane. And、um, okay, so your first time in Japan last October. Yes.、Right? Okay, so you, there was a Drifkami. Tour, yeah, and we did a lot of stuff. Where did we start? Okay, so before you go to this trip, obviously I preempt you without what's happening. Oh yeah, but okay, what what's in your mind before the trip? What's in my mind? Yeah, and then and then we talk about after trip and after trip. I、mm. was just, I didn't know what to expect, but I also had some form of expectation. But getting there and walking out the airport actually just. It was, it just blew my mind. Like just the, the density and the mass variety of things, as well as、uh, seeing more of.、Mm-hmm. You know,、mm-hmm. like when I walked out, I remember seeing, like what was it, seven or eight or maybe nine lanes wide, and then probably like twenty cars deep, full of black taxis. <laughs> and I was just, I, I'd, I'd never seen that before. Exactly. And they're full of like the VIP vans, like the Alphas, Wheelfires. Oh no, those, those were like. Ah,、oh, those are the old crowns. Like look like old.、Oh, I saw them, but like in that massive block of taxis, they were、oh, like the new, the new、uh, like London style ones. Yeah, London style yeah. Japanese be- new age sort of.、Mm. Be- yeah. Because、um, the Tokyo Olympic supposed to be this year,、oh, and then they、right. had those new、oh, cars、true. rolling out, but they get postponed it. What's happening? So is that just? Olympic completely put on pause. Oh, I think it's going to happen again in four years. Or is no, it I think it's be... been postponed a year.、Oh, yeah, it、okay. proposed to be next year. But what's funny enough in this whole history of Olympic, there's only ever before this has been cancelled, and that was a Japanese one. Really? Yeah. What was the cause for that? Uh, you... war. What? War. Oh yeah. Oh,、well, I think yeah. Okay, was... that makes a bit more sense. <laughs> <laughs>、uh, to be honest, I, I can't remember from now, but I, I know for definite that. They ca- the the, the only only cancelled one is the Japanese one, and yeah, they、right. spent so much money in trying to get Olympic and promote Tokyo twenty twenty. Now they have to postpone that, which is huge loss.、Mm. But who knows next year?、Mm. Hopefully, it's safe enough and then can go back. It's not yeah, you know, one more year printing, of training. All the printing of twenty like Tokyo twenty twenty.、Mm. It's down the drain now. <laughs> Speaking of, I just remembered a situation when I was in Japan. Well, I was actually before I walked out of the airport. I was there in baggage claim with、uh, the people I was traveling with. Yes. And some other Kiwis that we met on、uh, the flight over, right? Yep. And we're standing there in like a U shape, facing the, you know, the、um, where the bags come out. Yep. And I'm standing like in the middle of the U,、mm-hmm. right?、Uh, just all facing them, talking to them, and、um, I see a. A dog, drug, sniffer dog, <laughs> yeah, walking around, and、um, the dog、um, starts sniffing around the outside of the U, and then、um, the、and、dog just look, looks at me,、right. runs straight over to me, and then starts jumping up at me. Oh wow! And I'm, I'm like, oh my god, am I going to go to the back of、oh. you know the airport、oh. and deal、Are、with Japanese customs? And then like the. Trainer or the person handling them、yep. pull them away, and then the dog 
ran back at me and jumped at me. I'm like looking at this guy like, holy crap, what are you going to do, bro? Like, and then, um, yeah, he pulled him away again and then just walked off. And then I was just, I couldn't believe it. But I think it was because the hoodie that I was wearing, um, the last thing I touched in New Zealand was actually the puppies that I live with. So you got I think, a couple of puppies. Yeah, at the time, yeah, they were, they were puppies, and um, yep, yeah, they must have. Oh, maybe that uh, got a smell. Yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, and not probably fully trained, but mm-hmm. that was a uh, bit yeah. of a sweaty experience. Definitely would have given you a fright. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Like I think drug sniffer dogs like sit when they detect, but this one was like jumping up yeah, at me. Yeah, no idea. Right. Oh man. Oh, imagine that having walk out of custom and got deported. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that would have been good. Yeah, but probably the only time you're not happy to see a dog. Eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you're so stoked you came out of that. Oh yeah. Or door. And I'm, I'm actually on the other side. Yeah, you're on the other side. <laughs> was it hot or cold? Like, I've been overseas a few times to Australia, like all the tropical islands, and every time you just get hit with a heat wave. Yeah. Is it like that well, over there? Well, Japan or? in the summer, definitely very hot, like uh, mid to high 30s. Mm-hmm. But um, the season we usually go, we try to go a spring uh, and uh, autumn. Mm-hmm. So it's nice and cool. It's like very nice. What, like More like 20 degrees? Yeah, maybe a yeah. little bit hotter. Like, oh, mm-hmm. and shorts and t-shirts. Mm-hmm. Does it feel like a New Zealand summer, or is it a lot more humid? Nah, it's I like, think, it was not I'm, as hot as a New Zealand I'm summer. I'm pretty sure the Japanese people are not in shorts and t-shirts. Yeah, well, they're a bit But the Gaijins we are. Oh, we, we were different climatization, so, <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, you walked out the airport, and uh, no, no, not airport, but you walked out the the clearance of the custom. Yeah. And then we united again. Yeah. Yeah. And we jump in... Our Viewfire? Viewfire, yeah, we, yeah, we yeah. got a brand new Viewfire. Yeah. Like that, that thing was sick as hell. I like that thing. Yeah. And from there, I think that was like almost before dinner time, isn't it? I think so. Maybe like, I think it was 4 p.m. we landed? Yeah. 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 And it was like an hour out from our hotel in the car. Yeah. Did we go back to the hotel or? Yeah, we went dinner. back to the hotel, drop off our bags. And freshen up. And then we went, oh, I remember we went after that. We went to. Shibuya uh, Crossing. Crossing. And then we had dinner there, right? Yes. Right. So for people who are not really familiar with the Shibuya Crossing, but you guys probably have uh, watched Tokyo Drift? Yeah. The mm-hmm. movie? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. where the drifting happening and like crossing a lot of people is Shibuya Crossing. Oh, that's where like the crowd splits up splits and it makes it... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But they, I think they, they, they definitely didn't do an actual crossing. They just faked it. And made, oh, they made did. Yeah, 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 yeah. Imagine... Well, how many people are there? <laughs> oh no, someone would definitely get killed. Yeah. I, speaking of drifting on this in the section, I did see one drifting in real life there. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. I, I can't remember a few years back, and uh, you know, one one the lights goes green, and there's this Japanese drift car below. It's more like a JZX or like a, those big sedans. I didn't really catch um, the, the the full look of it. Yeah. Um, but it's like full door, pretty dark, pretty low, and either handbrake or clutch kick, and just drift into another exit my man nice yeah. <laughs> guess what 10 seconds later i hear the siren and of police cars oh. coming <laughs> looking for him so yeah pretty pretty hard spot to you know yeah there'd be cameras everywhere there oh absolutely yeah. one a few thing, eyes yeah one thing when we were there it was halloween and every single person that was there was dressed up in some kind of crazy costume yeah there's a lot of foreigners Right. Oh and yeah. They all dressed up. It was like a big party on the street. Yeah, it I was. Know. It was nuts. It was, yeah. Like you saw everything. Like I even saw walking condoms. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> do you remember that? Yeah, I do remember. Yeah. That. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason I remember that. <laughs> That's funny. Um, and we grabbed some dinner. Uh, I can't remember which one we did, but we used to do a couple of different ones. But I think it was. Izakaya, which which we ordered a lot of different dishes. Mm-hmm. Oh no! Oh. Yeah, no, we oh. get that that like continuous meat coming through to us. Oh, we and we're sitting down part- low. But was it the first night? Oh, that was the first night. Oh yeah, because the second day we went to Odaiba, which is for the motor show, right? Tokyo Motor Show. Oh yeah. Was that second night? Oh maybe, maybe the first night we went to Super Auto Bucks. Oh, we went to Super Auto Bucks and then to Shibuya Crossing. Oh, we did so much. Yeah. We did so much on the first day. Oh, yeah. Well, there's so much to talk about there. Did um, you try any crazy food? I'm curious. Oh. Oh, yeah. Like, 
well, okay, fast forward well into the uh, trip, probably the craziest thing I had was uh, fermented nuts or were they beans? Natto, yeah. Yeah. The fermented nuts. Uh, um, beans, They you put over your rice. Mm -hmm. More like a breakfast. Thing. Very, very, very strong flavor. Um, some sticky. People, yeah, very sticky. Um, some people don't really like them, but I just thought, oh, well, I eat everything, so, except for cashew nuts, but, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I ate them. I was like, it's pretty powerful taste, to be honest. Uh, quite surprising. That was one crazy thing I ate. The, another one was a dried and then like salted, what was it, date? Salted, dried date. No one ate them. Oh, I just kept eating them. Like, tucks wouldn't even eat them. Oh, right. Yeah, do you remember that? It was, it, was it a peach or... Oh, oh yeah, this, uh, I don't know what it's plum. called. Yeah, that's I, right. like a plum. Yeah, it was a, a dried plum and extremely salty on the outside like it was like oh so salty but then you crack it open and it's sweetening a kick oh, not really sweet but it's kind of bland but it calms down the yeah. saltiness <laughs> exterior to the to the plum so i think you know why now people don't eat it <laughs> <laughs> very salty but i mean that was all right i mean i eat my one every day Mm -hmm. that I had one. Oh yeah, I was surprised like you're actually eating it every day because for a lot of gaijins they, they give it a try, you know, brave enough to give it a try. I've tried it, I don't really like it so that I just stopped eating it but you're actually eating it every day. Yeah. Yeah. And there was a pip on the inside, I remember that, or, or seed. Yeah, I, I just can't deal with that. But talking about strange food or the food that you haven't tried before, there's one, I'm pretty sure we have tried it, have we? Raw horse meat. No, uh, I did not try. Oh, did Ooh. we try that? No, I wasn't there. I don't think so. You there? No, I don't think so. Not on that trip. I was pretty common in Japan. So it's just raw and it's sliced it up. It's kind of like the sashimi of fishes, but it's for <laughs> horse. And then you get a little bit reddish onion and you soy sauce. Is it nice? It is nice. Yeah, you can't really taste it. It's kind of like beef. What's is it oh. a really thin cut or is it? Yeah, pretty thin cut. Okay. Yeah. Probably, mm. probably like three mil. Yeah. What's the texture like? Just like beef. It looks like beef. Oh, right. It's red meat. Oh, okay. Yeah. You would you give it a try next time? Yeah. Like I said, I eat everything. I pretty much try everything or anything if I'm overseas. Give yeah, it a yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you you like Japanese food, I know. I love it. I love <laughs> it. Yep. Um okay, sp speaking of food, what else we had that was good in Japan? I remember the breakfasts we had at that um the spa resort. The spa resort, yeah. So we went to a spa resort by Ibisu, um, which was like 20 minutes away. Yeah, about that. Yeah, yeah. Was, and um, we had these insane breakfasts that came out. And they were like, they had, oh, there was like a, a main dish. And there were so many little mini dishes in them. It's like, you had rice, mm -hmm. you had like a main meat. Then you mm -hmm. had like a, kind of like a, a salad form mm -hmm. of salad bowl mm -hmm. and then you just had your randoms yeah which were like capsicum or the plum or the <laughs> fermented nuts or mm. you know and yeah they, they were real nice but nothing compared to the dinners we had there oh man so oh. in the spa resort we had they they make this fine dining of japanese food like yeah. to be honest like you think about japanese food it's come like so little in a little dish it was like oh i'm gonna not gonna have enough right mm. but they have dish after dish they they have like we had like a seven course meal bro yeah Oof. yeah it was like a lot of small food yeah like yeah. but oh man it kept coming pretty mm. fast and yeah, yeah the, oh man yeah. all that food was yeah. amazing and to be honest like you're talking about okay we have a fish but they you know at, at the dinner they would have five six different kind of fish cooked different ways yeah there, there's like maybe raw fish there will be this fried fish there will be this stewed fish mm. i don't know there's like different of everything you're eating like that uh remember that menu in japanese it's like that long and of each dish oh wow because they oh dishes. yeah to be honest that ingredient in that meal I wouldn't surprise it's like 100 ingredients. Yeah, like yeah. there was a lot yeah. of food, like, a lot of variety. I think 70% of veggies, we don't know what, it, what it's called. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the sauce, and they're good at making these things. They, they hide some meat into these, um, um, what, is, what is it called, capsicum? They, kept, they call it piment. <laughs> piment is capsicum in Japanese, oh, fun really? fact. Yeah. Um, 
and then you get a half capsicum with meat in there. Mm. There's there so many different things. They look like something else, but they completely just taste different. You know, a lot of times you feel like, oh, I wonder what this dish gonna taste like, and you try it, and it's, it's to your surprise. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't specifically remember a a dish that stuck out more than the others, but. There were just so like because we were there for three days. Yes. Seven courses. Four, so had, four nights. Or four, or four nights. nights. Do we have four dinners? Yeah, four dinners. So that's twenty-eight dishes that I had. I don't specifically. Oh, we're we more than twenty-eight because because they got they got oh, a lot of side yeah, dishes as well. That's right. Yeah, you probably have hundred dishes. I just I just remember the crazy ones, just the fermented nuts. Oh yeah, they plum. give you the hundred percent. Yeah. Oh, that plum though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. Yeah, and apart from that, I'm sure. You guys or us, we had, we had eaten a lot of ramen. Oh yeah, yeah, yep, definitely. Yeah. We have a couple of good ones here in New Zealand, isn't it? Yeah, mm. like that um, that place in Glenfield. Tempopo. Yeah. yeah, that was really good. That, that's the second store, they have another one in the city. And to be honest, and I think that, because there's, there's so many different types of ramen in Japan, mm. um, you know, there's they all taste good, but just different tastes. Mm. Um, the one Tempopo sells, I think, is definitely up there with the Japanese quality. Mm. Um, obviously, it's, it's open by Japanese. Uh, I think one of my favorite in New Zealand. Ooh, I haven't tried it. You'll have to take me there sometime. Yeah, we have to go there nice. sometime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what. Uh, ramen and asahi, oh, ah, that's that you, right? is so good. That hand is in you. Hand. Yeah, just that warm flavor and then that perfect taste of alcohol and oh, 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 so good. Perfection. Mm. Yeah. Ramens, ramens. Can you tell me a little bit more about that um, sake that we had in Japan? Those mm-hmm. big bottles that you ordered. Oh, so I love sakes. So yeah. what reason why I like sakes? They are. About fifteen percent in alcohol, <laughs> so they they're not a lot, right? Yeah. Um, but what happened is it's so easy to drink. It just tastes good. Mm. It just tastes good. Um, and also because they're not super super strong. Uh, oh wait, they they seem stronger than the strong zeros, on paper. Well, fifteen percent versus nine percent. Yeah. But you drink two cans of strong zero, you fucked. <laughs> but those sakes, even though you're just having shots, we're just having shots, and right, and having like glasses of glasses. What happens is you just keep you at a tipsy point, you like happy point of your yeah yeah you you can handle that and it doesn't really go over the line mm. where you drink strong zeros and you just go oh um, you go straight over the line yeah <laughs> <laughs> so we start drinking sakes at dinner and then uh, we we make these one point eight liter ones and they are huge right and mm. then we'll f- probably finish a big bottle of that and then we go back room um, we play that card game your teacher scum scum okay. yeah. I did not know how to play that. <laughs> it was pretty fun. Yeah, and and few of us are sitting around a small table, and um, playing with that. Are we are we playing as a um, punish game, drinking or, or no? No, I think just after each game we had another oh, round. We, oh, we just have another yeah, round. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And we definitely would have consume another bottle well, or two. We, uh, didn't you get twelve bottles? And I think two of the nights we smashed a bottle each between was it four, five of us? Yeah, so I, I like it so much, and um, this company, this brewer, yeah. which is local in the Ibisu sort of area, mm. uh, which is Fukushima. So people who know Fukushima mm. all about that um, nuclear leak and stuff. You know, we're we about supporting local businesses too. And uh, interesting fact, they are um, one of the best brewers for sakes in Japan. Mm. Um, in 2019 or 2018, I can't remember, they go to this sake competition worldwide. They won the best sake. Wow. And also, funny enough, they, they sponsor Team Orange. They sponsor D1GP, which is oh, the right. drifting competition in Japan. And funny enough, you know, we, we're, whenever you do a podium finish here, uh, the drivers spray their champagnes because they are bubbly. They yep. got a lot of gas and just yep. spray everywhere. Yep. They do a sparkling sake for that. So it's a Japanese drink for the podium finishes. Oh, yeah, all right. Yeah. And so I contacted them. I said, um, I really like the drink and I want to support a business too and I wonder if we can collaborate in making well just just still have their sake just put Drift Academy on it um, to my surprise they, they just answered yeah it's like straight away like there's not real limited like you know you have to order like minimum quantity I mm. did order quite a bit but um, was not like containers of it 
and I think we consume a lot, a lot, and then we. I think we went, Did we go through like eight bottles while we we're over there? Eight bottles of um, sake. So what happens? I think each time I order about fifty bottles of the one point eight. <laughs> we drink a lot, and then we give to some of our partners along the way. Oh, that's yeah, and right. And some friends for gifts. Yeah. Um, and we're definitely running out of those. I remember one of the best things about that sake was we got. When we're playing this card game mm-hmm. after drifting um, throughout the day, mm-hmm. we go back, play this card game, get drunk off the sake, yes. wake up, no hangover. Yes. Like, no. no hangover whatsoever. And the first night I had I thought, oh man, I'm going to struggle the next day. And I felt perfectly fine. That's the best quality oh, I, like, I've well. never had yeah. been so wasted and felt so good the next day. Yeah, exactly. Because you got to wake up early. We wake up like, oh, we have breakfast like seven seven thirty yeah pretty early and then we go drinking playing you the card game until what one eleven thirty maybe okay. oh i can't remember Depends we're wasted man mm. we're wasted maybe my memory yeah. goes up to eleven thirty. <laughs> and i think that because sake but also those are really good quality sake yeah i remember years ago when we st- like same thing we were after dinner we start drinking i th- i had some chinese customers really good friends without the drinking and what happens was keep running out of it and we just go to the family mart outside the hotel remember the spa resort I'm not sure oh yeah, yeah 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 and then we just buy we literally one night we bought the whole sake section out <laughs> and uh, i can't remember like eight small bottles there's small bottles yeah i can't remember uh, maybe two small bottles will be one big bottle maybe so we must have like 10 small bottles and one of my friends second day he wake up he skipped the breakfast he's he just told me like i can't drift the whole day he skipped the whole day pretty much he can't drift because when he drift he's dizzy and want to vomit no so, right <laughs> so now i think um, about it is the sake itself yes but you still don't want to drink too much of it drinking responsibly yeah but yeah. also a good quality uh, beverage mm. doesn't make a difference yeah yeah right. yeah definitely mm-hmm. well especially being internationally recognized in 2018 or whatever it was oh bro like i went i went to hawaii and they have their sake on on sale really really but it was expensive i can't remember was either hundred dollar us for a bottle or 200 us it was like one of the most expensive how much were you paying in japan like i mean you're buying them in huge bulk so yeah yeah i guess it's like it's cheaper than that like yeah cheaper than that right Yeah, yeah yeah so yeah, sake is probably one of my most favorite Japanese drinks. Mm. Mm-hmm. Nice. What, what is your guys' most favorite Japanese drinks? I haven't tried too many Japanese drinks. To be honest, I'm quite liking the Strong Zero. <laughs> That's so your far, so good. Yeah. Oh, you have you haven't face palm yourself, and then we are nah, yeah. Yeah, about 50 minutes in our recording. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's a success. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, to be honest, my probably well, it's tough because it's either that sake or the zeros. But what, what about uh, the Japanese beers? Oh, Asahi's Ooh, quite nice. Asahi, Asahi nice, right? Yeah. Nah, I, to be honest, out of all the uh, Japanese alcohol, it's that sake. The fact yep. that we got so wasted, woke up, went drifting, did not mm-hmm. feel hungover. Yeah, and tastes good. Yeah. You just want more of it. Because, I mean, when we were in Tokyo and I had those two, mm-hmm. and I woke up, mm-hmm. the next day I did not feel too good. I felt Which very... Which two? Uh, the, the two zeros. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Th- these are cheap drinks and they just... Get you fucked up that's it yeah, yeah but the that high quality sake amazing we can't buy it here eh? in new zealand no it's not here no. yeah i have half bottle left <laughs> it's Ooh. not much i think i have a very small bottle of the sparkling sake which is I also think, d1 label i thought you had more than that left well for the uh the sake. academy brand the sake yeah oh i have a few bottles in the garage at ibisu but because oh. they're so big we can only bring say one per luggage well, you know if you we want, next like, time we go over i'll i can declare yeah yeah i think i think we might have like three or five of them sitting in the garage right now but we can't go back there not yet <laughs> <laughs> for you guys listening like you just cannot imagine the urge for us to get back to japan yeah one thing about my experience in japan was my entire experience of 12 days there Mm-hmm. was packed with eight years of skies experimenting of going there and back and just seeing what's good and he just turned that into 12 <laughs> days of insanity like it was the best trip 
ever. I I don't know if I'll ever experience a form of trip like that ever again. Yeah. And then after that trip, you, you obviously you're in New Zealand right now. You think that trip has changed your life? Yeah. Seen more of what I only dreamed about seeing and doing and meeting the various people like Daigo, Andy Gray, Suzuki-san, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Shinji Minoa, you know? All the champions. Yeah, absolutely. And um, also, you know, before you go, you, because everything is on the internet, everything is on YouTube, you, you know you're getting up to, you know, you know, because you're drifting on similar to, you know, Ibisu, what it's like. You know, you have expectations. Mm. Did it meet your expectation? Oh, well beyond it. Like, one thing about Ibisu was, um, so me and Sky, we play a set of courses, which is like this online drifting simulator. Mm-hmm. And we, we, we battle on uh, Abisu Toge. Mm-hmm. And when you took me out on Toge in real life, yes, I did not realize how narrow and scary that track is in real life. Oh, wow. That was so intense. Like, <laughs> it's literally like there's so much overgrown like foliage from the outside of the track that like literally it's just blind corner after blind corner. Like, obviously, you know off the you, back of your hand. To be honest, but, like, you know the track. Yeah. Because you've been playing on a simulator. Yeah. You imagine people don't know the track and they've been strapped into the drift taxi, going, I don't know what to expect. There's, there's like almost like cliff, there's like hills, trees, plants overgrowing onto the track, and you just don't know what corner is next and the car is sideways. Yeah. That, and you're going like top a second. Yeah. Like, and. Pretty fast. Like, yeah, we'll get, very we'll fast. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And. The, the surprising thing was how narrow that thing is. Literally, it's like one in a car, like, width wide. Yeah. Like, it's so narrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So even with you knowing exactly which corner is which, <laughs> yeah. that surprised you. Oh, absolutely. No Just, yeah. And feeling the motion of, you know, how the car rolls and me sitting in the back seat of your JZX100 taxi. Yes. Oh, best <laughs> feeling. The best feeling. That's right. The good times. But I think that was probably the most surprising thing with Ibisu, but my favorite was third gear initiation into North Course Kita. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, that and going up the hill. The speed. Yeah, the speed, like real fast entry. That was that was really cool. Nice. Alright, it looks like we already timed up. By time I'm saying like we're almost ready for dinner or uh, I think we pretty much at the one hour mark. So today I'm pretty excited like is this our officially unofficially if you guys listen to this <laughs> officially this is our first podcast mm. um, and um, you know literally I had no idea how to do a podcast. We don't That's know. Right. Yeah, this is a time. first for all of us, isn't it? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. We literally just got the mic. We have these mics, <laughs> mics like hanging over our neck. Trying <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hopefully it sounds all right. Works, guys. but you know. I yeah. didn't even know I was going to do this when I showed up today and then here I am. Like, <laughs> yeah, because we talk about shit anyway. <laughs> yeah. So we thought of put this show on for you guys. Um, and that's, you know, that's why we started this show. Talk to you guys a little bit behind the scene. Uh, obviously, we really want to go back to Japan. Uh, we talk about some these memories and what we had in Japan. We barely started that memory. Like, honestly, we haven't even, talk about dude, we we haven't even got through like 3% of the trip, right? Like, we've talked about this trip many times. Yeah. And we can keep going. Like, honestly, we could get like 10 episodes talking about that one trip <laughs> we had in Japan. Yeah. So, um, let's stop here today. Okay. But the next one, let's explain a little bit more and um, just share more stories with you guys about the Japan yeah. experience. Um, but for now, I think we're gonna wrap this up and go go for dinner, right? And yeah, um, sounds good. Yeah, that, that's the plan. For hope you guys enjoying this our officially first podcast and unedited and unscripted. Uh, just us three, Sky, Bruce, Ron, Heavy Young, uh, with you guys together. So if you guys like it. Obviously, you can't like it. I, I don't even know how the upload thing works. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll figure it out. <laughs> we'll figure it out after this. If, if you want to really know who we are, just go yeah. to the YouTube yeah. Drift Academy channel. We're always on there. Yeah. You know. Drift, yeah, Drift Academy on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, if you need to get a hold of us, um, please don't. Um, if you have nothing <laughs> important, info at driftacademy.co.nz, which is .co.nz. For you guys don't know what Z is, it's the same as your Z. 
okay? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so that's going to be the end of our first podcast. Thank you guys for listening and uh, see you guys in the next one. Sweet ass. Bye-bye. See ya.